0: Hi there, Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast review for you. Uh, It's the second of the four. I have now watched The Road Warrior in 4K. Let's talk about it. Mad Max 2 got renamed The Road Warrior for the United States because Mad Max didn't do so well here. (laughs) Mad Max was a big hit everywhere else. The $400,000 movie made over $100 million in its initial, you know, everything. Um, but yeah, since most people in the United States had not seen Mad Max, they came up with a new title. Now in Australia and other places, Mad Max two was what it was called, but here they called it the road warrior. And I got to see it about the same time that I saw Mad Max because while these were midnight movies in Atlanta and I was young and in high school and hadn't had a chance to see Mad Max in 1979, I was a little bit young for that. But in the early eighties, both Mad Max and road warrior made the midnight movie circuit in Atlanta a lot. Watched it a lot. Several times. Uh, Road Warrior was the first movie I bought on Blu-ray. I had just gotten a PS3. If you remember PS3, the fat, chunky boy could play Blu-rays. That was a big selling feature for me. And one of the first Blu-rays I got was The Road Warrior because it's one of my favorite movies. And I remember marveling. I had a big widescreen TV at the time and marveling that you could see every pebble of the road when he stepped out of the vehicle at the beginning. It was like, wow, look at the detail! Blu-ray. is so awesome. Well, now fast forward over a decade and we have 4K. And as I mentioned in the last podcast, over the uh, during one of the Prime Days or whatever, they had all four, the, the box set of all four Mad Max movies uh, in 4K. Like 36 bucks. So that was a deal I couldn't pass up. Even though I'm not a fan of Thunderdome, and we'll get to that one in the next podcast, but I rewatched Mad Max for the first time in years and thought it looked and sounded amazing on 4K. And I had no doubt that Road Warrior would after that. And it does. Road Warrior, the 4K, is exactly what the same feeling I have when I watch it the first time on Blu ray. It is so clear and it is so much better. The HDR just makes the colors, I don't know, more refined, if you will. There's more gradations to things like sunsets and things. It just looks spectacular. And the Dolby Atmos mix sounds great. This is another set of movies where they've done right with the Dolby Atmos mix and not just poured it over an old surround sound mix, but actually filled it out, opened up the soundstage, and done what you can do with Dolby Atmos on these older movies and brought it up to a modern-sounding film. I don't want to get too much into the characters cuz how many times if we all watch Road Warriors you got Mel Gibson returning as Mad Max. He's a grizzled more mm, quiet, stoic uh, hero, anti-hero, I guess. Um, we had a few other and other than some flashbacks, there wasn't much from the first movie that made it over. The biggest addition, I would say, to Road Warrior was adding Bruce Spence as the uh, the gyrocopter guy. Because he became an audience fan favorite and came back for the third movie as well. Um, but other than that, you have a lot of no-name actors. Um, how about um, Vernon Wells, the guy who plays Wes? Is that how they pronounced it? Wes? The most evil of the Humongous' followers. Huge brute. With the with the blonde guy on the back with a chain and the collar and all that, he dove totally into that role. It, I don't know that anybody else could have ever played it like that. That that is seared on my memory. So much so that when he was in Weird Science playing a similar kind of role, I'm like, he's just the same character, right? But he actually turned out to pretty de- be a decent actor. But wow, that Wes just to this day still creeps me out terrifies he's chasing you all that kind of stuff i thought he was even you know more badass than toe cutter was in the first movie there's a few other uh characters i think the feral kid uh, emil minty who plays the feral kid he was eight years old when eight and nine years old when they made the movie um he's around now there's a there's a great extra on on the 4k where he meets george miller for the first time since they filmed the movie and he's you know a grown adult now and it was he was actually touching my hug and everything but anyway, to talk about the characters and everything the action, I don't need. It's The Road Warrior. It's one of the biggest and best action movies of all time. Considering that George Miller had never, never made a movie before Mad Max, and then this was like movie number two, <laughs> you jump from the Mad quality of Mad Max to something that even in 2024, we're still into Mad Max. The Furiosa movie comes out later this year. It's a perfect movie. I mean, literally, when I got done watching it, I'm like, there was no filler. It's all killer and no filler, as they say. There is no BS in it. There are no side characters that doesn't get resolved. There's no real plot holes. It goes from point A to point B with a lot of energy. It moves quick. It moves quicker than the Mad Max movie did. They knew what they were doing. They were making a nonstop action film, and it literally is. I mean, watching it now, there's some places where it does slow down. We have some character beats, but back in the day, this was... Pretty much the John Wick of its day. This was pretty much the Deadpool of its day. It was a supremely satisfying action movie that moved quickly from beginning to end. And watching it now with as many times as I've seen it, I was like, "Mm, okay, I I still remember everything about it. Like I could probably quote you most of the movie. I could sit down with a piece of paper and just write down the entire plot because I remember it so well. I've seen it so many times. But it was a thrill to watch it, knowing that all the effects are practical, all of these car stunts are practical, the people stunts flying over things. They recreated the stunt from the first movie where the motorcycle guy goes catapulting 65 feet in the air. Um, They did that with another guy in this one, and they did some other things. It really have no complaints about the film. When it was over, I'm like, I can't say anything bad about the movie. You can say some of the acting is weak, but I don't know, we're in a wasteland post-apocalyptic Australia. I thought the acting was fine throughout the entire film, even some of the bad guys, the creepy ones. Um, what more can I say? It's a great 4K. It's a great box set. Sounds and looks great. Road Warrior, quintessential. It gets five out of five stars for me. That Really, it is one of the best action movies of all time, bar none. It really does everything right, so give it a watch. My next podcast will be Beyond Thunderdome get ready for that one. And then I can't wait to watch Fury Road again because it's been a couple years since I watched that. Anyway, more podcasts are on the way. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen to somebody babble about one of your favorite movies. I'm sure that The Road Warrior probably is. And if not, rewatch it. It may be. It's a great film. George Miller and his partner. Oh, something I didn't mention in the first podcast I wanted to mention here because it changes in the third movie. The music on Mad Max and The Road Warrior was done by Brian May of Queen. Did not use any Queen in it. He did an actual orchestral soundtrack, like a John Williams-type thing. And I thought watching Mad Max again, it was almost too serious. Like, it, that's a really serious soundtrack that goes with that movie. But I think it also makes some of the tragic stuff that happens later in the movie more important. I thought the, the soundtrack fit even better in Road Warrior. I think Brian May outdid himself. And I'm sorry that I didn't mention his soundtrack on the first movie. But really does help. They brought in Maurice Jarre to do the third movie, and he's a very famous, you know, guy. But we'll get into how that fit in the film anyway. But I thought Brian May, for doing both Mad Max and Road Warrior, did a great job. But I don't know why they replaced him. Maybe he was busy with Queen at the time. Probably was. Anyway, The Road Warrior. It's available now separately, or you can get it in the big Mad Max box set, which I would highly recommend. I'm Scott, I'm Rockville. Have a spectacular day, and thank you for listening.